right, hello, and welcome to episode nine, Sal, of the What Say You podcast. We have nearly usurped, is that, is that how you say it, usurped? Sure. The Tenderloins podcast. Right. We're right. gunning for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking to take ourselves We're down. We're looking to shame ourselves. Right. That's right. How you doing, buddy? Uh, all right. I'm in my pajamas. Yeah? I uh, haven't been out of them today. No? So I'd say pretty good, That's my That's a fucking friends. good day. Pretty good. I want to unplug your fridge. We've never done that before. Uh, two hours of unplugged fridge? Yeah, it's fine. Well, we've never done that. We do it at my house. You just don't know it. But what about the perishable? <laughs> That'll be fine. Two hours I have fine. multiple. That's fine. Two hours? This I have fish in the freezer. Yeah, but it's not... Like, you don't turn it off and it turns into an oven. Like, I, I understand cool. how temperature works. Right. I'm okay. just saying, even above that... It's fine. You let's can. say it isn't. Okay. All right. Who foots that bill? You. You foot that bill. <laughs> well, I gotta be honest. I'm not really on board here. <laughs> Not really on board with it. I have yogurt in there. I have milk. Yeah, I have, uh, it's all fine. I have tons of frozen. It's frozen. all fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. So we we uh, it's 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 Sunday. It's Sunday. We had holiday time. Yeah, the reason this episode is getting released on Sunday is because of Thanksgiving. Because fuck you, that's why. Right. And as we said last week, <laughs> we said was, fuck you to new listeners last week. <laughs> so this week it's just fuck you to everybody. Everybody. Uh, everybody. Okay. Now, uh, it's, uh, it's, it was holiday time. That's all. It was, we were very thankful for the ability to say fuck you. Right. Uh, so that's it. So we were visiting family and that's it. Now today was a day at re- of rest. Right. It's the Lord's Day. For you. No, Sunday. You helped a friend move. I helped a friend move, yeah. Today, which sucks. That's just you know, the kind of guy you are. You help a move and then say oh, yeah. it sucks on national on the, on the podcast. <laughs> so let's just get right into it, man. We got some bad news, huh? Yeah, that was fucking. You were bummed. Paul Walker died. I was really sh- well, like anybody. I was sure shocked. Scared. Well, he was one of those guys. I mean, we met him once, just by chance, before we had a TV show. We were yeah. Well, before we had a successful one, right. So, <laughs> and we were in Times Square, and he walked by us. We just turned to we were walking, yeah, and heard his voice, right, yeah. And then we turned right, and he was the person walking one inch to our right for yeah. the length of a few blocks. That's right. And then we were like, "Oh shit, Paul Walker!" And he's yeah. like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> could have been nicer." Yeah, we talked to him. He was with someone, and we talked to him for the length of a couple of blocks, I yeah, think, or a block, whatever it was. But he was like, "This, this is a, a while back. This is before the Fast and the Furious." Wasn't it took off to what it was? Like, it was only the third movie at that point. No. Yeah. I thought this was when he was huge. I don't think How so. How many years ago do you think this, do you put this at? Five? Tops? Is no. that? I would say more than that. I think that you're losing track of how old we are. I think so. I I, you know what? You have, a better, you have a better mind than for me than dates and stuff like I that. I thought it was only about, not even, maybe four years ago. Really? Yeah. Well, four years ago, how many Fast and the Furious movies was that? Oh, that's what well, I'm saying. Okay, like, but there was definitely one and two. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I think it was one, two, and three were out. Okay, okay. And he was oh, okay. he wasn't in three. Right. Two was not the mega success that it, it became. Vin Diesel wasn't in two. Oh, um, wasn't. No. So okay. I think at the time those I don't think at the time the Fast and the Furious movies had the respect and the money making muscle that they have now. Oh, really? Uh, I thought in my head I thought he was like already because because I remember saying to myself. Holy shit! Like he he's a, like a, like because you know he kind of went under the radar when we were walking. Right. I think one person yelled out his name or something like that. But I remember thinking, well, he, this guy's a big big star. Yeah. Um, well, he was in Varsity Blues, right? Joyride. Joyride. Was Joyride great. is the best. It's one of yeah. my favorite movies. Candy Where's Candy. Steve Zahn, by the way? You know what? That is a fu- he. He was in Tremé. He was just in the HBO. Why show. don't we see if he's on Twitter? Steve Zahn. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, I love Steve Zahn. I wrote a script with Brian Johnson for Steve Zahn. Really? Yeah. He was like he like hit a like a, a fever pitch. Steve's on and like he I was know, I like, think he's all right. He's in Tremay. Yeah. He was on uh, HBO series, okay. so I think he's super talented. That guy. Steve Zahn's great and very funny. I doubt he's on Twitter. You don't think Steve Zahn's on Twitter? He doesn't seem I, like I the type of actor that's going to subscribe to that, right? Steve Zahn. He's forty six. Holy shit! Yeah. Steve Zahn's getting up in the world. Oh, he's in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. 
Is he on Twitter? Steve's on Twitter? Sorry, I lost in his eyes. Uh, Steve's on Twitter. Well, maybe before we go into the the thing, we should talk about he he is he's on. I don't know if it's him. How many followers? No, it's one thousand four hundred thirty-two so followers. Not That's him. not Steve Zahn. Okay, so he's. Oh wait, hold on. The official page of Steve Zahn. This can't, this can't be right. He's not on Twitter. Forget about it. <laughs> it's like Forget about some it. Oh, but we owe a thanks to the to the listeners of What Say You? Because this 100% came from this podcast. It 100% came from our uh, listeners. Yes. Joey Fatone. Of insane. Of, 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 um, of Superman tattoo fame. That's right. <laughs> and of InSync fame. Uh, not two days after we mentioned him on the podcast, uh, you guys went on Twitter and – Politely hunted him down as 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 was the agreement, and uh, two days later he was on the set of Impractical Jokers, and he's going to be in the show. He was great. He knocked it out of the park. Should I be saying that, or or should I be giving that away? No, it was it was amazing. He reached yeah. out to us, and um, he uh, he 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 was a fan of the show. He happened to know Impractical Jokers. Yeah. And because uh, he referenced it, he referenced a Larry. That's right, a Larry reference. Well, as it turns out, we had a you know my friend Matt Kaczynski lives in L.A. Yes, soccer. he was in uh, Big Helium Dog. Yes, apparently they're tight. They hang out all the time. What? I know. I got a text from Matt saying, "Oh, you worked with Joey. He's a good friend of mine." And all that back and no forth. No shit. But yeah, so it's a small world. Oh yeah, the, Matt curly hair. Yeah, yeah, he was a very a funny nice guy. guy. Yeah. Um. So Joey Fatone comes to set, brings his daughter. Uh, great kid. Yeah. Great kid. She was a fan too. Yes. Love when the families watch. And he's so into being a dad, man. It was, he's one of those dads that you're like, wow. It's like, oh, fuck, likes being a dad. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he was really into it. And so he's bringing his daughter to Annie that night, but, um, strictly off this podcast, a hundred percent off this well, two days turnaround time. Yeah. We cannot say the same for Tori Wells. <laughs> no, no. Wait, did she yeah. follow us? No, she followed us. She did? Yeah. No, she didn't. She did. I got a, I got a thing Stop on my phone. Stop it right now. Yeah. She finally, she, finally, she did. Yeah. Are you check. kidding me? Let me see this right now. Go look. How do I, how do I, I don't even know how to work it. I sound like Tori Wells. Just log into the, what's uh, our pod, our Twitter account for new listeners. Who who uh, should not go fuck themselves this week? No, is uh, at what say you pod, and that is where all the goodness uh, flows for us. Apparently, the nectar of our celebrity elbow rubbing it all flows from there. Um, I, so it's on my phone, and I got a, a thing that says Tori Wells follows you. Oh, okay, that's that's amazing then, because I really don't know how to look at that. Okay, are you in the what say you account? Yeah, but I'm on the. Um... I'm on the. Uh, You're a mess. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm on the, uh, the 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 the, the website, the Twitter app. Oh, you're on the app. followers on the app. Sure, you can. But just click on her. Where is Tori Wells? Search for Tori Wells. I don't know what. I'm How many fucking Twitter accounts do you have? Mine, this one, and Tenderloins. What's that? Oh, that's a fake one. Why do you have a fake one? When I have to do, conduct business and do fake shit. <laughs> Do you have a no? I actually I made one as a joke like three years right. ago, and right. I never tweeted from it ever. I just all right. So we're here, Tori Wells. Where does it say it? How did how'd you get well, to that? You have a different. You have a different setup than me. Well, this is. I do know this is a horrible beginning to an episode. This is bad. Should what should I do? Should I punch you? <laughs> no, don't punch me. Let's let's get back to. I don't know why it's not coming up on yours. Yours is very odd. If she. We're trying to close this deal with Tori Wells right. for a mo- for two months already. Well, try and direct message her. I would let you. There okay, you go. So she follows okay, us. so she follows us. Uh, so she's on board. That's happening. In between this episode and the next, that's going to happen. Okay. okay. All right. So let's get back on track because we've, we've bored them for four minutes. <laughs> we, we we played waiters at oh, – I'm not giving anything. I can say this, right? Yeah. We played waiters at the Carnegie Deli and that was what we were doing. And we had to do and say you know, what the other guy said. And that's what the, the, this, the set that Joey Fatone visited – and we threw him in. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you decided. Yeah. You know what? You didn't want to go. Well, I never want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I would go for you if you wanted. Yeah. And we let it stand. Yes. And so he takes your turn. Yes. Uh, and he goes and he, you know. Proceeds to knock it out of the I park. said, it's harder than it looks. You don't understand. It's like it can get nerve wracking right. and all this stuff. 
and um, he he went and just killed it. Killed it. He made us look bad. Well, I mean, here's the thing. This is a guy who's a mega... He's very used to success. He's very used to it. He's got a certain sort of confidence about him. Plus, everybody else, every, once he walked away from the tables, people were like, is that, is that the guy from Insane? Right. So that happened a lot. So we had Joey on set, uh, and it was only it was strictly because of this podcast. Still, would love to get him on the podcast, and which he, he I think he tweeted today that he would wait, wait yeah. to come on. So we'll, we'll and you know he will. He was awesome. Yeah, so. he was great. Uh, looking forward to having him on, and ha- I'm looking so forward to having him on and having like because like, we talked about this. Like when we have guests on, we just want them to tell their own stories, do their own thing. Sure. We have like no agenda. Right. We don't want to ask them questions they've been asked a million times. We just kind of want them to join the conversation, much like. Roy Wood, Roy Wood did. Roy was – he set the tone for every guest. That's exactly right. Which yeah. It's going to be tough for the next guest because yeah. people yeah. love Roy. But uh, there are certain things I really want to ask him though. You know? Sure. And not, I, don't mean, I don't mean even out of line stuff, but I mean it's just like well, – What's it like to be right? one of the biggest – in the biggest band in the world right. and play sold-out arenas around the world? It's an experience you and I will never, ever have. Right. Um and you know, I just want to scratch more of the, more that more of like than what he's spoken about on a surface interview right. on television and things like that. Which I'm I'm sure he's done other podcasts, but I have a million questions. Right. So hopefully we'll get him. That's right. Uh, but so so you texted me. I went to go see last night. I went to go see Guster. Um, do you know who Guster is? You ever listen to him? Uh, is it a band? It's a band. Yeah. They're like a college, or when I started listening to them, they're like a college yes. hippie type band. Yeah. They got some really good songs. I, I really enjoy them. And the last time I went to their concert was when this album came out called Keep It Together. It came out 10 years ago. Last night at the Beacon Theater was a 10-year anniversary of that releasing, so they played the entire album. Okay. So I was like, well, fine. last time I saw it was the album come out, I'll go. Right. And I went all the way. I got front, front row center, the best seats I've ever had to a concert in my life. How were you able to get that? <laughs> Just wanted to stop up. Oh, yeah, they weren't that expensive. Right. Um, so went and as I came out of theater and I was on a fucking high because the show was great. You texted me, Paul Walker was. Like, oh man, the, I got it as soon as I walked out, and I was like, oh man, that that sucks, and it's hard. It's hard when like a celebrity because what, like I said, when Hunter S. Thompson, the writer, died, when he killed himself, I was legitimately yeah upset. I was upset. Right. It's different, I guess. Maybe he's a writer, so you know what I mean. That yeah. that exchange between a writer, but like we're co- but like so we're coming into that age now where people are going to die. Harrison Ford's going to go one day. You know what I mean? Right. Like Jack Nicholson's going to go one day. All these people that we grew up watching are going to start going. Yeah. And it's a it's kind of like it puts me in a weird position where you're just like, all right, Paul Walker died. It's so easy to just be like, well, who gives a shit? People die every day. Right. But. It's not that, yeah. right? It's something too. Like I remember being so sad when MCA yeah. died. But MCA, MCA. Oh my god! But, but you knew that he was sick, so it's still it was still a shock. It was like you you legitimately feel yeah sad, like, yeah. so sad. It was like MCA. I still said about, but it's different. I, I was seeing watching the Avengers in California. When I think you texted me again, I was watching uh, the Avengers with Stacy, and I think you texted me, and I, and I showed her the phone, and she just started crying in the theater, yeah. and it was like a three D movie, so stupid glasses on, yeah. and like I was miserable. I was like, it just ruined the movie. You ruined. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're a real bastard. Well, you would have found out anyway. <laughs> I uh, and I I tweeted. I just did one tweet about it. I really don't like to like. It's not anyone's place to, uh, you know, like, oh, who cares what I feel about Paul Walker? Right. You know, but I just wanted to mention that we did meet him that one time. He was really nice. He was really And nice. I feel like we have, like, this the, – the way I found out is people were tweeting us because we have the connection because sure. we're gonna, we've been planning to do this big Fast and Furious marathon. Right. And it's like – so there's that connection. And so, you know, I got dozens and dozens of tweets. And so I was like, oh, fuck. You know, right. I just wanted to you – know, so I just said, you know, we met him once. He was really nice and – it's just shocking because he was young. When it, when it's an accident, it's always it's fucked up. Right. Uh, from every account that I've read in the last day, he was like a saint of a, of a person. I mean, the guy died on his way to or from a charity. From his event. own charity. Yeah. So I had an idea that I'm going to spring in you now. If you don't like it, we can cut it out. Right. Um, you know, with telling Steve Dave a few years ago, we did uh, a charity pod for Brendan Morocco. The guy was. Uh, uh, army, uh, well, marine, whatever. He was an arms yes. forces guy. 
lost uh, his limbs in the thing. We raised money and yeah, I actually did that with you. Yeah, you were yeah. on it. Uh, so I was thinking we should maybe. Why don't we do a bonus pod? Okay. Put it on Bandcamp and we'll do it like we did with Tell Steve Dave. You can download it for free if you want. Right. You can pay a penny. You can pay $10. You can do whatever you want to donate. Right. 100% of that will donate to – because he's got a, a, a fund. A charity, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, let's do that. Yeah, okay. That's right? Great. Like why not? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that's great. Because the guy seemed like a really – he was nice to us personally, which is always – Yeah, he was like just so yeah. smiles on all smiles and like I know I know like now sometimes we're in the position where people because we we have people come up and talk to us right. all all the time right and there are different levels of people who come up. some people are nice but there are crazies look you can't it's, cr- crazies come up to you to talk six to. and a half billion people on earth right there's there's stupid people sure and we get some of them sometimes right. who who like just come up and not even like. And you and I, like, we're pretty good. We don't care. Like, who the fuck are we? Somebody wants right. to go up and tell us that a show was good. Great. That's welcome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people are just idiots. Uh, they're just off. Yeah. They're off. off they're weird. Off, off-putting or scary. Or sure. That has happened. Uh, and we could have been any of that to Paul Walker, but the guy was just nice to us. Yeah. He was just fucking nice to us. Yeah. So that goes a, a long way, you know what I mean, right. towards – Towards making, and I hate the grief hawks, and I hate the people who like swoop in and just like, oh my god, Paul Walker's dead, and other like, right, like I'm not trying to do that. No, no, but I mean, we could we could potentially do the the marathon as the bonus pod. Well, that's not a bad idea. You know, although we were going to be celebrating all that's campy about the movies too, and I don't want that to be seen as a sign of this. We still have to, right? We we can't. So we we should right? We can't not. No, I mean, why? Why? It's just as much. I mean, we like the guy. We we like the movies, right? And I think even they know the movies are campy, right? So I mean, but I I just don't want it to be seen, you know, in, in the wrong light. That's all. Like if we do if we do the marathon of one through six and make that the bonus pod, right? But in though, because we're going to be tearing apart like the storyline, <laughs> the acting, you know, <laughs> right? And, uh, but but celebrating it too. I mean, you know, we'll have to work it out. We'll have to see. But I think it's great to have a bonus one and, and, and donate to him. Sure. All right. So we're going to do a, a Paul Walker bonus pod and donate the money to his charity. And whether that is the Fast and the Furious Marathon or not is to be determined. Right. right. Um, and again, we're not going to do this for every actor that dies young. And we're not going to do it every time a notable person dies because whatever. It's just the guy was fucking nice to us. The guy was nice to us. When, you know what I mean, and right. and we were we were gonna watch this movie, so let's just fucking seems like a, a natural fit, so let's just roll with it, right? One hundred percent. Okay, good. Um, that being said, yes. Uh, moving on, we have chosen a date for Gallagher. Ah, yes. Uh, we you you might have heard Q and I's Gallagher story in earlier pods. If you haven't, check it out. Uh, we got on stage with him one time and fulfilled the lifelong dream of smashing watermelons. Right. He's doing his farewell smash tour. He's rolling through our area uh, in March. 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 Well, January and March. Right. We have chosen and purchased tickets. We're definitely in. We have part with a tip. We've purchased them Friday, March seventh. Gallagher will be performing at the. It's in New Jersey. Hold on. Englewood, right? Englewood, New Jersey? Uh, Englewood, New Jersey. Bergen Performing Arts Center. The Gallagher, the last Smash Farewell Tour. Friday, March 7th at 8 p.m. And we will be at that show. March. That's right. So we we invite you all to come. We just bought seats. There's still a good amount of seats left. Uh, come one, come all. Q and I are sitting down in the, in the orchestra area hoping to get hit with things. <laughs> Um, and I mean, I think, I think the show is at seven or eight o'clock and who knows, maybe we'll pick a, a place nearby. Right. And go hang out to, That's not, close. not, not definite. Sure. Cause I, I'll have to see how I feel. Well, your feet, your feet might be hurting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully this sells a few tickets to Gallagher to even. He deserves it. As a thank you, a farewell thank you. Right. So, the last smash. The last smash. That's fucking great. So... Oh, it's echoing here. We had to change uh, location, so it's a little echoing here, so just bear with us. 
Um, so the um, other point of business, and then uh, I swear we'll get to an episode, right. is uh, I bought the murder mystery tickets yes. to pay off my uh, murder she wrote. Epic, epic failure. Crash and burn of, of enormous proportions. Yes. Q and I had a bet that he would watch. He said he would watch every single episode of Murder, She Wrote ever made within one calendar year. Right. He watched six episodes. <laughs> uh, the loser had to pay yeah. and bring the other one to a murder mystery dinner. Yeah. Those tickets have been purchased. You you would not let me go on that one. It's been years. <laughs> it's been years. But you would bring it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. But now even more, I just want to – so we have a story for the podcast. Right. So yeah. it's going to be a hell of a story. So, so, so we, we're not going with anyone else. It's just, just two just the two, two middle-aged dudes. <laughs> just going to see a murder mystery together. Uh, and then we'll, we'll have a full report for you guys after that. I'm so excited about that. Okay. Good. Uh, thank God for Groupon because I got it at a bargain. <laughs> Um, so there we go. You know, it's my first and only Groupon purchase. There you go. Is your murder mystery thing. Did you hear okay. about this guy? He's a producer on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and he took a flight on Thanksgiving. No. I Did you hear about this? No. And it got delayed a little, and he got into a he, – he was sitting, and there was a woman complaining on the flight, this obnoxious woman complaining that she had to get home. What, what do you mean delay and Thanksgiving? And like, like nobody else <laughs> felt that way. Like, right. And he got into a feud with her and live tweeted the whole feud during the flight. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, it blew up. It was like, you know, his name is Elon Gale, E-L-A-N-G-A-L-E. And his Twitter name is the year of Elon. The year of Elon. Yeah. I'm, if I'm saying it right, it might be Elon, Elon. Okay. Yeah, that's um, right. And I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you through. Well, this is great because I didn't know about this. Yeah, I just thought of it just now because I, I had such a good laugh over it. So what say you, Elon Gale? What say you, Elon Gale? Right. So this dude, Elon, uh, was traveling home on Thanksgiving uh, and there was a delay in the flight and a lady spoke up. Okay. Uh, and this is what happened. Uh, our flight. This was the first tweet. Okay, he okay. was he was tweeting from the airport prior, and then he finally got on a plane. How many followers does he have? Well, I don't know what he had before this blew up. Now he has one hundred sixty-eight thousand. Okay, so who knows? What and he's be. verified. So, but I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of news coverage, so I don't know what it was the other day. Okay, so he writes. This made me really laugh, man. Uh, okay, ready? Our flight is delayed. A woman on here is very upset because she has Thanksgiving plans. She's the only one, obviously, praying for her. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, moments later, she's telling the flight attendants that it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> she, she, she wants them to know she wants to have dinner with her family. All right. Okay. The male flight attendant said, I understand, ma'am. I'm looking forward to seeing my family, too. She responded, this isn't about you. <laughs> okay? Well, so far, I agree with her. It's not about him. Well, I mean, the point being is that everybody knows what day it is. No, but I'm, I'm assuming knows. it's going to go off the rails, though. It so, is. Yeah, so, so I'm just right. trying to give her the benefit of the doubt in the early going. Okay. So that, that's all. Her family is very important to her, she said. <laughs> well, we didn't have to wait long for that. Her family. Has- so she wasn't like, it's not about you. I'm a paying customer. Like, I paid money to be She's like, it's not about you. My family is very important to me. Right, brilliant. Her family has a special recipe for stuffing, she says. She needs to be there to help. It's crucial. <laughs> She has a connecting flight. These are t- tweets in a row. Sure. She has a connecting flight. Why doesn't anyone understand she has a connecting flight? <laughs> Why do people not understand her needs? Right. <laughs> Today is Thanksgiving. I'm supposed to be with my family, not with people I barely know, she said. Okay. She had to sit down because we took off. She has been muttering about damn time, and I can hear her breathing from five rows back. I sent the lady a glass of wine and a note. 
and he has a picture of the note. Okay, what's it say? Okay. I can't read it. Yeah, what's, okay. It's written on a coaster. It's written on a, co- a coaster. Yeah. Dear Lady in 7A, it has come to my attention that today is your Thanksgiving. It must be hard to not be with your family. Please accept this glass of wine. It's a gift from me to you. Hopefully, if you drink it, you won't be able to use your mouth. Love, <laughs> Allah. Right. She's pushed, and then he writes, this is her old tweet, she's pushing her call button a lot. <laughs> the male flight attendant is giving me the, let's just pretend this never happened face, shaking his head a lot. He gave me two little bottles of vodka, but he won't hand them to her. He says I have to do it myself. Uh, I'm going to do it. Oh my God, I did it. I walked as if I was going to the bathroom and I leaned over and I put them on her tray table and walked away. Oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) She just stared at me like really hard. She was breathing through her teeth and I think she couldn't believe I was doing that. I'm not going to lie. I'm shaking. This is so terrifying. She is so angry at me. It's kind of incredible. I was reading this when it happened. Okay. And that you were following as, as it goes? Uh, I caught on. Someone started tweeting that he was doing it, and I okay. caught on midway. Excellent. And I caught on right at this part. Right. And that, I stopped there because that is a little telling about our show. Yes. Practical Jokers. Because I was thinking that what you were about to say, I was thinking. Uh, people say that they can do it all the time. Right. Uh, or people say, how do you do it? Like, it runs the gamut of, like, if people think I would... People always say, I'll, I'll be on your show, I'll never say no. Which right. really isn't the point of the show. But um, it is harder than people think to do these things. Sure, of course. And, you know, you can watch it from TV, but, like, this is... What he did is as tame as can be compared to some of the things we make each other right. do. And it really can be terrifying. When you have a real human interaction with someone who is not stage and just living their own life there's right. this like wild card element uh you know we're not we're just programmed to act a certain way right. so that's pretty ballsy of him to do in real sure. life and uh something happened to us recently where i was oh murray we, we were we were <coughs> delayed on a flight right and i told murray we, me and murray and i were sitting next to each other and i told him take out your laptop mm-hmm. and just pull up like a widget or an app for like fart sounds and let's just, we were like sitting there for 40 minutes. I'm like, right. just start hitting it and let's just, and he did. And I was so mortified and embarrassed, but we were laughing to the point of tears. But I had felt a feeling I hadn't felt in a while because it, we didn't have, we, we weren't on TV. Right. There was no get out of it. There, there was, was no, no get out of jail free card of like, oh, it's just a show. But not that there was on TV that much because you still have to do it. They don't know it's a show right. and anything can happen in that moment. But you know a few moments later, you have to let them know. Sure. This, when he was doing that on the plane, I was like, holy shit, man. This is this is nerve-wracking. It was so, it was so funny because yeah. nobody was doing it. So here, he continues. I don't really know what to do now. I'm afraid to get out of my seat. This is like being on a roller coaster. I'm scared and super excited. <laughs> the male flight attendant just handed me a note from 7A. This is her. She wrote back? She wrote back. This is awesome. Dear Alon, the wine wasn't funny. The vodka wasn't funny. You're an awful person with no compassion. I'm sorry for your family that they should have to deal with you. Diane. <laughs> <laughs> this means war. He writes. <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I've got two hours left on this flight and I'm going to retaliate. <laughs> Diane's in her late 40s or early 50s. She's wearing mom jeans and a studded belt and she's wearing a medical mask over her idiot face. <laughs> idiot face. <laughs> That's the best part. I cannot believe there are Diane apologists in this world. You're with me or you're against me. I guess at this point he was fielding leave her alone. Right. Slash, you know. Okay. Um, I'm writing a note as we speak. I'm considering balling it up and putting it in my mouth and spitting it into our tray table as I walk by, but I haven't decided <laughs> yet. I just walked by her and I said, I'll be back shortly. Then I stopped and took this. So he warned her? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I stopped and took this picture and smiled at her. And then there's a picture of her overhead, you know, her seat. Okay. The overhead compartment that says 7A. That had to freak her out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I have delivered the note. My response to Diane in 7A. And here's the note. Okay. Dear Diane, thank you for your lovely note. 
The person who lacks compassion is you. We all want to get home, particularly the nice men and women who fly your lazy ass around and serve you drinks. In parentheses, you're welcome. Next time you're in a bad mood, stay home. I hate you very much. Eat my dick. Wow! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! A lot. <laughs> and he put it in quotes too, yeah. like she did. That's great. Uh, uh, I can hear her breathing. <laughs> to this. Then he says, then he tweets hashtag Team Alon, hashtag 7A, hashtag Diane can eat my D. <laughs> I have received a response from 7A. Diane has responded again. Elon. Now she's passing these notes to the flight she's attendant. She's bought into it. And the flight attendant <laughs> is actually delivering notes back and forth. That's great. This must be like the best thing in the world, you know? She writes, Elon, this is inappropriate beyond belief. I will be speaking to the authorities when we land. What are they going to say? He's going to flag down a cop. <laughs> and be like, this man passed me a note. He bought me a drink yeah. and passed me notes. Right. Uh, I'm working on my response at the moment. Diane has received yet another note from me. She does not look pleased. Hashtag Team Alana. Hashtag Diane can eat my date. Landing in 15 minutes. So you put my, my final, I think, note to Diane. Dear Diane, when you speak to the authorities, please make sure they arrest you for cannibalism because you just ate my dick. <laughs> Phoenix, no sign of authorities yet. Next text, next tweet, ready? Well, Diane just slapped me. Oh, get out! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hashtag Team Alon. <laughs> I'm on a connecting flight to LAX now. I'll update you guys as soon as I have Wi-Fi. Thanks for the support. Hashtag Team Alon. Okay, guys, I'm up in the air. Here's how it all played out. When I got off the plane, I waited for her at the gate. I was holding another note in my hand, and I was going to give it to her. She walked right up to me and slapped me immediately in the face. Wow. Are you kidding me? Now she's the one to go to jail for Yeah. The gate agent for the next flight actually grabbed her and held her back. He asked me if I wanted to have the airport police come over. Okay. I said no. These are all live tweets. I said no. She turned to the gate agent and said, am I going to make my flight to Sacramento? He said, no. <laughs> I left. And then the gate agent said, are you sure you don't want to talk to the police? If you can, you can if you want to. I said, no, it's okay. I understand. But I do have a note for her. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I handed it to her and I walked away. The note said, Diane, allow me to introduce myself. I am at the year of Alon. Look me up online. Read every tweet. Read every response. Because people were responding in sure. thousands by this point were like commenting. And maybe next time you'll be nice to people who are just trying to help. Hashtag Team Milan, 7A, Diane can eat my D, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, let me just say this. What started off as an annoyance became a pleasure because of you people. Seriously, more than anything, I love you. And for the record, Diane can eat my dick for life. That's great. Uh, finally in LA, going to hang out with my mom and be a good son. Love you all. Suck it, Diane. Happy Thanksgiving. And then the next tweet is, one more thing, Diane, if you're reading this, my mother has a message for you. There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of his mother giving the middle finger. <laughs> it's great. That's pretty great, man. Um, and this, this is I didn't see, but it's just a little continuation. Thanks to everyone who supported my fight against Diane. For those of you who think I was wrong, I have some snacks to recommend to you. Um, his dick, I suppose. Yeah. I'm putting together my thoughts now, recapping it. Uh, and here is his last thoughts on it. Uh, so a little, 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 little note here. Some of you know I had a bit of an altercation today with a woman named Diane on an airplane. I had a great time antagonizing her, reading your responses, and just generally trying to have fun with an irritating person. But I did have a point, and I just want to put it out there. I know I can't, can come across as abrasive. I know I can seem harsh. But what I've never done is be unkind to a person in a service position. My first job was in a video store. I rewinded tapes and put them back on the shelves. I was a caterer. I put ravioli into divided plates and cut bagels in half hours at a time. The difference between someone being nice and someone being mean was the difference in how I felt when I went home that night. I don't care what's going on with you. Don't be rude to people who are just, just doing their job. 
Don't do it. Don't dismiss them. Don't act like they, they are less than you. Don't abuse them just because you're the customer and the customer is always right. If you're the customer, you're only right if you're kind, polite, and positively thankful. If you're not, you're a jerk, and that's the bottom line. A lot of people have been really nice to me and called me a hero today. It's really fun to hear, but it's not true. Our troops are heroes. Firefighters and policemen are heroes. Doctors and teachers are heroes. Flight attendants and pilots and waiters and baristas. These are people that make things work in this crazy world. What I did today was just point out something we all know. Be nice at Thanksgiving. Uh, but be nice every day. But if you see a man or woman working on a holiday, you better respect that they would like to be with their family too. So some have compassion. Uh, show some compassion and have appreciation. Most people do. Most people are great, and there are a bunch of Dianes in the world. It's our job to tell every Diane to shut up. It's our duty to put Dianes out of the uh, of the world in their place. We need to remind them about the way of things. We outnumber them. So I'm really glad we had fun today, but I really hope you guys join me, look a jerk in the eye, and tell them to eat a piece of your body. Because really, that's what the holidays are all about. That's yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, right? I enjoyed it. So that very good, Alon. Tweet at Elon Gale. We should follow him, actually. Yeah, you want to do him for the follow? Let's follow him, all and then right. you guys tweet at Elon and tell him that you, uh, if you're for him or against him, but uh, I'm assuming you're for him. Yes. Elon... What's it again? What's the Twitter? Give me his Twitter his, one more his time. His Twitter is at the year, the year of Elon, E-L-A-N. Elon. The All right. year of Elon. We have followed him. Boom. Elon, if you want to come on What Say You Pod <laughs> and talk about jerks with us, right? Uh, we will do that. So there you go. Um, so... Have we we've uh, exhausted Paul Walker? We got we we said everything to, to say. we are still doing the thing. We're gonna you know because that was the main question we were getting a lot of you guys still gonna do it and blah blah blah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I promised we would have an update on the mm-hmm. box of pornography. That's right. And where it was, and we were gonna call the person who had it. We set the call up for this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was completely set up. Uh, the even the time slot we were gonna call. During this podcast, I got a text from my friend Mike, who was the person who originally had it and passed it off. He said that the person who has it now is uh, trepidatious about coming on the podcast. Uh, He doesn't want people to recognize his voice or know his name. He has a job where he um, he just doesn't want to publicly be talking about that he had a box of porn and stuff like that. Totally understandable. the unfortunate thing for us is that I will not have the resolution to tell you on this podcast. What I will probably do is call him on my own and just get the story of what happened. Right. And then I will be able to tell that story and just so we can have some closure as right. as a group. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know everybody out there is, is uh, sitting sitting on, on uh, <laughs> the edge. I am waiting to find out. People do tweet me, though. and yeah. they, they say we want to know what happened to it. So I promise I'll do... Uh, due diligence to find out what happened. Right. Um, well, I had a what say you because I, I feel like uh, you know we 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 started this podcast and the idea was sit down, what say you, throw something, right. see what happens. And there has been something I think I meant to bring it up last week and and we got derailed for whatever reason. And so here we are. And I was reminded as I was driving here actually because I have been listening to. I bought a new car and I have been listening to satellite radio nonstop uh-huh. since, uh, back into Howard Stern full, full on. Uh, but a surprising radio station has leapt out as one that I listen to often. And it's the Elvis, the Elvis channel. Okay. So I figured I, you know, I'd throw it in the walk, uh, <coughs> had a little MSG as we do. And, uh, you know, what, what say you Elvis, Sal, how do you feel about Elvis? Cause I never really hear you talk about him a lot. Uh, my dad was a big Elvis fan. Yeah, and then growing up, he, he, he watched like they used to play old Elvis movies when there was like five stations. Right on Sundays, they played a lot of oldies, oldies like on channel like nine or eleven. Right, and I always remember watching Elvis movies. But my dad was big into him, so I knew about him from an early age. As a matter of fact, I have a tape in here, a VHS tape somewhere that is like the last Elvis concert that my dad taped on a VHS tape. Uh, he died when the year we were born, right? He, I think, seventy. Eight. Hold on, let me okay. see. Um, I, growing up, knew of... I, I didn't know of anything that... like I, I hadn't heard of people not liking Ellis. Do people not like Ellis? I, I believe some people don't like him. Really? Well, they say he's overrated. Uh, well, I... I this, this, these are the, he died in 77. 77. So we shared the earth with him for a year. Yeah. Uh, 
And he died on the toilet, right? Didn't he die like of an overdose? Well, from what I recall, well, I have Wikipedia right here, so we can just look. But just what, as I remember, was his body was just just shut down from drugs. Uh, he was he did a lot of drugs, is that it? As I believe, yeah, he got unhealthy. There's some really sad footage out there of like his later concerts where he's like just doesn't remember the words and shit, and he's on stage. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're out there. Really? Can and, I put this here? Yeah. That's what and uh, he he's like in in concert on stage, old Elvis, like jumpsuit Elvis. Yeah. And uh, he's he's just making up words as he's singing. Really? Yeah, it's kind of sad. Um, well, uh, I mean, so what I, I I thought Elvis was amazing, but what, the criticisms I hear is that he wrote like three songs out of every song he's ever ever hit. He's sure. He didn't write any of his own stuff. Right. Uh, that doesn't discount the guy for me. Obviously, he's a performer and a half. But right. And then also that he took credit like for like popularizing oh, a lot of black old black music and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's the biggest one you always hear level right. Um, but I mean, what he was an actor, he was a personality, he was a he was a musician. I mean, right. yeah, he pretty you know he was good. His movies, because <clears throat> I remember it's funny that you brought up that thing about like. Channel 11 in New York City was the big one. WPIX. Yeah. They played movies fucking constantly. And I remember, do you ever see the old horror movie Phantasm? Uh, um, I, I, I know I've heard of it. I don't know. Silver Balls. Oh, Silver Ball. That's they, scary they as drill fuck. In the head. Scary as fuck. <sighs> that was yeah. so scary to me. Yeah. That there was, was a guy in that that had a weird Angus face. Scrim. He was oh, the tall like, man. He was oh, like, he had that white hair like yeah, on the side yeah. and shit. He, I recently bought this four Phantasm movies, all made by the same guy, the same writer and director, the same, uh, for the most part, the same cast, and that guy, Angus Scrim, is in all of them. But <clears throat> Walt, my buddy Walt Flanagan on Tells You, Dave, had said that he loved those movies when he was growing up, and it just brought me back in a second to being 10 years old, being like that age, and like Channel 11 showing Phantasm, and me being like, this is scary, this is fucked up. Did they show that? Yeah, yeah, it was edited. It was edited. I remember shit. seeing it on TV before cable, but yeah. late at night. Yeah, it might have been that because I might have been staying over my grandma's. I was. Home. It scared the shit sure, out of me. That's the one movie. with the silver ball that flies around. Yeah, it goes right there. Spikes head. in it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that and being freaked yeah. out. Yeah, and it all took place in a cemetery in a mortuary, and so it had this naturally creepy background and shit like that. Didn't I? I remember like seeing it like in like in like. Like a hallway, like a bright. Yeah, it's in the mausoleum. The okay. white, the white yeah. marble. That's like yeah, the big yeah, image yeah. of it. But there was something. So I, I bought them, and this is what I love about this podcast because, like, we start on Elvis, and now we're here in Phantasm. Yeah. Um, so I bought the movies, and I started watching part one. I fell asleep on it, uh, which just doesn't mark how tired I am. Not a mark on how the movie is. Uh, and a really odd thing happened in the. In the movie, that I can't believe I didn't bring this up to you instead of Elvis. He, the guy, creeps into the cemetery to have sex with a girl, right? Okay. And she's this real like tarted up woman in like a red dress, and like a bizarre sex scene ensues in which they're laying down in between a couple of tombstones, and he's uh, that's Angus Scrimm, yeah, and he's on the back. Of he's on his back and she's riding him, and it's the seventies or eighties or whatever. So there's definitely her tits are out, and uh, they're they're fucking. Her tits are out. They're they're talking. They're like talking to each other. They're cooing at each other a little bit. Then she pulls out a knife and stabs him to death, and it flashes like it cuts to her stabbing at him. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. And, and like, so it's a POV shot of him on his back looking up at the girl who he's fucking and getting killed by at the same time. And it flashes to the, the tall man, Angus Scrim. Like, for a second, he's looking up at Angus Scrim, and then it flashes back to the girl. So what does that imply? That the girl is the tall man. She took form. She shape shifted. Or she yeah, took something like that. And I didn't get to finish the movie, but later on, the point that I started falling asleep on was a second person was getting pulled into the cemetery to get murdered, 
by the same girl. So follow me here. The girl is Angus Scrim, who's morphing into a, a woman and fucking dudes in a cemetery and then stopping to stab them. Are you sure? Dude, I'm telling you, that's I know what I was watching. That old gross guy? <laughs> that old gross guy. Is, wait, why, why wouldn't he just murder them himself? What that makes no sense. He can just kill them. Yeah. Why is he morphing into a woman and fucking her first? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It can't be. I mean, that's so weird. Like, what is he gaining by doing that, dude? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Can't we? Wait, wait, wait. But isn't he also killing people as himself? <laughs> yeah. Let me go to YouTube. It's probably on YouTube, right? It's got to be something this weird. We can't be the first people to. But he's also killing people by himself, right? Yes. Is that silver bowl with the daggers thing? Is that his? Yes. And he's throwing that thing around. That's going and stabbing people in the forehead. Yes. That's so him. he has that, and he has. It's kind of, well, then why is he? <laughs> I don't know. He's where is it? Uh, I don't know. How bizarre is that? It's not coming up. I should have. I didn't think to even fucking talk to you about it, but yeah, like he's. He, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm scared of the guy from when I was little. Like, if you guys look him up, if you just like whatever the fuck his name is, Angus Angus Scrim. That's his character. He's called name? the Tall Man. No, that's the actor's name. Oh, it's the actor's name. Oh, he's like a weird looking fellow, man. <laughs> But what's going on? Why is he fucking dudes? Well, I'll tell you because let's say let's say his character likes to f dudes, right? Should nothing wrong with that? No, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But no, but I don't care who you are. Nobody wants to f this ugly guy. You understand? <laughs> so I mean, it's probably just born out of necessity that he had to morph, <laughs> right? Into <laughs> oh, here we go, tall man. Oh, we should have just went to Wikipedia. He he actually looks better now in his old age. He has he has the ability to shapeshift into other people, including a woman, in order to trick potential <laughs> potential victim. So he, but why is he? But why is he killing people? Is he just uh, emulating I, like a, like just evil or something? I'm, I'm not up to that yet. Not up to that yet, so I don't know. All, all I know and confirmed now by Wikipedia is that the dude is transform, transforming into a woman and then fucking people to kill them. <laughs> that is so weird. That is fucking bizarre, man. Did you Wikipedia Tall Man? Is that where you got it? Yeah. Oh, wow. He was in a movie up to 1998. Phantasm 4 Oblivion. Yeah, I have that one too. Originally, the Tall Man was a mild-mannered mortician. By the name of Jebediah Morningside. Okay. After years of performing funerals and burying the bodies of those who died, he began to develop a fascination with any possible connection between our world and the dead. Okay. Jebediah's research eventually led him to construct a machine that enabled him to try and travel through time and space. After going through the portal for the first time, traveling to a destination unknown, he promptly returned, irrevocably changed, and henceforth known as the Tall Man. Uh, who, but who's who? Who henceforth has dubbed him he's the tall man instead of just... And how do you go from a mortician to building a time machine? That's a leap, you know? And when did he get the ability to turn into... <clears throat> the tall man appears as a, as a tall, elderly, white-haired man, usually posing as a mortician. Subsequent to his transformation from Jebediah Morningside, he has only ever been seen to wear a tailored black suit befitting of his assumed profession. He seems to speak only rarely, preferring instead to rely on facial, ex- facial expressions, particularly the raising of one eyebrow. Uh, the tall man has supreme has superhuman strength and has been seen lifting a man or even an entire occupied coffin. That I saw. With only one arm and little effort. That I saw. That's, that's the... The, the first sign in the movie that something's a miss with the guy. Okay. He picks up an entire call. Well, you know, aside from the fucking... Right. <laughs> turn, he has also been seen to possess telekinetic abilities, able to control both inanimate objects and people with only the use of his mind. Despite his mundane outward appearance, any parts of the tall man's body that are severed 
or otherwise amputated from the whole, have been known to subsequently transform into hostile insect-like creatures. Holy shit. He also has the ability... This is what you just read, right? Okay. He also has the ability to shapeshift into other people, including women, in order to trick potential victims. It has still not said why... He, I guess he just came back crazy. Why is right. he killing? What is his motivation? I don't know. Trick? Why did he have to trick anybody? <laughs> he's he's a killer on the loose, and he has superhuman strength and telekinetic abilities. He's now going like, I gotta seduce this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna transform into a woman, put on a red dress, right? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna then befriend and seduce this guy. So I can get him right where I want him, nude and inside me, <laughs> before I murder him. But I could have walked up to him as myself and right. just stabbed him immediately. <laughs> right. Immediately. <laughs> Put something. It's like, it's like, all right, all right, let's, let's paint the picture, all right? You don't live here. You live in a house next to a cemetery, right? Yes. And uh, you see you see the mortician uh, coming and going, right. Jebediah. Uh, he's a good neighbor right. for the most part. Like you go away uh, on some of the live shows we do and Jebediah will get the mail. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's he's not shitting where he's eating. Right. You know, he's traveled through time, the dead. <laughs> so he comes over one night and he's like, he's like. Yeah. And I say, uh, who is it? Uh, it's Jebediah. Okay, uh, can I ask what this is regarding? <laughs> yes, I need your opinion on uh, an outfit. Well, I'm saying to myself, right. that's odd. Right. Uh, I don't know him that well. <laughs> He's old. He wears the same clothes all the time. Tailored, tailored suit every Something day. is afoot. Right. Let me open the door. Okay. Oh. Uh, what is the, what do you, hi, hi. Uh, hello, Sal. Uh, also, I have your mail from the uh, Tenderloins trip to Wisconsin. Thank you very much. No problem. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's oh, you. It's me. Oh, it's you. <laughs> I was playing victim number. No, no, no. Okay. It's you. It's not a victim. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm in the world of fantastic. You live you next to a cemetery. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So, okay, buddy. Uh, uh, thanks. Hey. Uh, you really I, don't have to go bring me my mail. It's totally fine. Uh, I know you're probably a busy man. I don't mind. I otherwise wouldn't even want anyone sorting through my mail. <laughs> Hey, so, listen. If it's all the same, man, thank you so much, but you don't ever have to do that again. Well, I built this machine that allows me to... Oh, uh, no, don't worry about it. I need I need your opinion on something. Wait, what? <laughs> it's this machine I built. Machine, uh, well, I've always been fascinated uh, uh, by the dead and the connection to the other world. Right. So, Sal, buddy, what I did was <clears throat> construct a machine that allows me to travel... Through time. Sure, of course. A time travel machine. Yes. Okay. Also, space. Time and space. Okay. So you see... Have you gone back yet? Oh, yeah. And you've come back? Yes. Okay. I I, I returned promptly. However, irrevocably <laughs> changed. <laughs> that's that's funny, tall man. And henceforth, no, it is the tall man. <laughs> no, no, not henceforth. I'm the one who's naming <laughs> it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I, I, I went to a destination unknown, and I returned promptly. Oh, you, you tell you, you, you spin such a yarn, tall man. Oh, wait, Can what? I call you tall man? Yeah. Oh, my name's Jebediah. But ah, I like to give all my friends nicknames, tall man. So we're friends. Yeah. Okay. Well, good because I need your opinion on something. You got. It. Does this dress make me look fat? <laughs> Tall man, I don't, I don't understand. This dress I'm holding. You're going to put a dress? Yeah, kind of. I'm going to put this dress on Zeusy Sal, and I'm going to, well, we're friends. Sure. <laughs> we're friends. You, I mean, I hope you feel like you could tell me anything, because you can. Yes. I mean, you brought my mail over. Right. I yeah. sorted it. <laughs> I sorted your mouth. It's two pieces, but okay. Okay. Well, here's what happens. Um, I'm going to turn into a woman. I'm going to turn physically into a woman. Okay. Torment, I, I, I have, I was in the middle of making some dinner. Well, I, I, okay. listen, listen, you know, hey, I wish you all the best with everything. But listen, hold on. Okay, Torment. <laughs> I'm going to physically turn into a woman, but not in like a post-op, pre-op world. No, of course not. For a few hours. Yeah, that would that other way would be ridiculous. Well, I mean, I'm not a freak, so. Right, right, right. So, and I need to know, if you were in a bar. Right. Maybe had a few drinks. Sure. And I came up to you in this dress. 
would you, Sal, shoot straight, fuck me in a cemetery? You know, I'm so glad you came over, tall man. <laughs> the mail and all, yes. Yeah, the, I'm so glad you brought over the mail. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, you know, <clears throat> uh, I personally wouldn't. You would not fuck me in this dress. No, but you know what? The hell with it. Go for it. Somebody will. Okay. Somebody will. Someone. So what you're going to do is you're going to go, you're going to go, you know, you in that dress is not, are you going to look like you? No, no, no. I can change into a woman, you see. Okay. Except when I went to an unknown destination, I gained the power somehow. Brian hasn't finished watching the movie yet, so he doesn't know, but I can change into a woman. And then we're friends, right? You brought the mail. Okay, I'm gonna kill someone. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm working on here. Okay, uh, listen. Yeah, uh, Jebediah. Jeb. What happened to Tall? I thought we were Tall Man. Okay, there we go. Uh, I just have to uh, go back to what I was doing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like hitting a. I'm like hitting a like a. <laughs> A button, like a button, like in the bank, like under the thing. Like I just have to. But it sounds like a good plan, right? It's it only the best. You should do it. Hypothetically speaking, if I was going to kill someone, the way to go about it is to me, a sixty-five-year-old man, transform into a woman, okay. go to a bar, get into a car, make sure I have gas. Did he pick this guy up at a bar in the movie? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> I just thought, you know, they would skip all that part. No, no, oh, no, they don't show that. He's just walking through. But then they, I think they mentioned later on. We can assume he picked her up in a bar. Okay, right, right. Um, Yes. It makes no sense. He's a crazed man. And he has, it says here he exhumes people. Yeah. And okay. then reanimates their brains. And they, they're called lurkers. And then sometimes he takes those brains. And that's what's living inside the spheres or sentinels, as they're called. Oh, okay. That kill people. So he has all these powers. There's, there's no reason for him not to have a, just make a direct line. I'm going to kill that person. I'm going to kill that person. Right. I don't know why he wants to kill them. But maybe he's just <laughs> evil. But there's no reason for him not to just kill people. Well, I am. I am killing people, Sal. But you don't have to transform into a woman. But you're really you. You're banging people. You're banging guys. Right. But it's for it's for a, a good. Uh, and, then you, and then you just I don't I don't get that. Well, oh, I would love to have this guy on the podcast. When he's eighty seven. <laughs> yeah, but he's somewhere, right? Yeah. I would love to have this guy on the podcast mm. and ask him. He's kidding. Or anyone or anyone attached to the film, really, right? To answer, to, to fill in these gaps for us? Yeah. Well, I've only watched the first half of the first movie. There's four movies to go. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish the first one uh, and the second one, and we'll see where we stand. We'll, we'll revisit the world. It says he's thus far been impossible to permanently kill, but he can be hurt. He doesn't like cold and certain pitches of sound. Okay, so he sounds like me so far. <laughs> it can immobilize him. Oh, man. Yeah. Look at how creepy that guy yeah, is. Yeah, he's perfectly cast. He is perfectly cast. Is Angus Scrim on Twitter? Uh, I don't I don't know. Let's see. I mean, let's face it. Even if you're 87, if you want to be relevant in this world. He looks like he's... <clears throat> Angus Scrim. Huh. Cut this out. Angus Scrim Twitter? No. Can't be. What does he tweet about? <laughs> no, no, I don't know that he is. Uh, <clears throat> the Angus Scrim on Twitter. Genius. Oh, wait, I don't know what that, that is. Oh, it's 34 followers. It, it can't be him. It can't be him. And what's an 87-year-old man doing on Twitter anyway? It's not going to be him. So, all right. So, so anyway, so that's what I was, like, watching last, like, the other night. Well, the thing about this is... This dude is 87. Right. Right? He has a family. That's right. You know. So, and they like, like, these movies exist, right? Sure. Uh, so, if he has grandchildren and maybe a wife or, you know, but but he has no, he has great-grandchildren. Let's put it to you that way. Right. And how then does he answer for that? I mean, he wasn't, it wasn't like in the scene, even when it cut, it was like a fight club thing. You know how like Tyler Durden flashed on screen for yeah, a second? Yeah. Like it was her on top of him stabbing. 
You didn't see the guy. It was just like the point of view of her and the sky behind her. Right. And then a flash is really quick to him laughing in that same position. Right. But what's implying is that and he's fucking that guy. Without a doubt. He's and, and killing and murdering him. Yeah. Uh, so form the vagina. So, all right. So, look. Angus Scrim, a couple days ago, had the family over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? Everybody was there. Sure. It was Angus's wife. The one sibling that she still has. Right. Her kids, his nieces and nephews, his three kids, their two kids, and their two couple of kids. I mean, the, and his neighbors for years came over. Right. His old friend uh, was a producer on the movie. He, Angus Grimm hosted 37 people at his house the other night. <laughs> right. right. For Thanksgiving. Sure. And someone inevitably is like, Come on, let's throw the movies on. Right. You want to see Grandpa? Let's see Grandpa. We see Grandpa thirty years ago, right? When he was in, you know, younger or whatever. You know, come on, Angus is like, no, no, I don't want to be. We don't have to go there. We don't do that. No, no, no. Now, we is wanna... he frantically saying it because he knows what's, what's coming? Or is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. I don't know if he's just trying not to shit himself. So <laughs> they, uh, they're like, let's put on. No, no, no. I really, there's really no need. But we got the box set. It just came out on Blu-ray. Right. Someone pops it in against against his will. Sure. And now his great great grandchildren are there. Sure. And they're watching him shapeshift into a woman and then fuck a guy and kill him in the right. cemetery. Right. And the amount of time the scene goes on, too. So really? It's not like... It's like the room sex. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not like... Because like, they walk into the cemetery holding hands and like kissing and stuff like that and then lay down between... Like, how He's putting in work. speaking, the second they were in the cemetery, he could have just stabbed her right there. But he didn't. It goes to the, it goes to a whole other level because not only could he just kill him as the tall man, right? He could transform to a woman for a half second, <laughs> so the guy thinks that he's a woman, yeah. and then just catch him off guard. That's right. But they had like they made out freaks. <laughs> he made small talk. It doesn't make any right. sense whatsoever. Right. And now the the family is watching this. Sure. His great granddaughter Denise sure. and her brother Carl. Are there? They're on their stepping. <laughs> their second helping of pie. Triple fan just yes. kicking in. Everyone's sitting around. I mean, I mean, everybody's has switched the sweatpants now. It's Thanksgiving, man. It's, it's Thanksgiving. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the the kitchen television's on. The football game is on. Right. You know, there's a log in the fire. You know, she's 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 making coffee for everyone. Angus's wife, right. Mrs. Scrimp, <laughs> and then. <laughs> The, the the kid the kid Carl his great grandson sure he's more astute he's pretty astute for like a, for like an eleven year old let's say and he says wait grandpa <laughs> what papa because he's a great papa I don't understand though <laughs> you could have just you the the tall man's a bad man yes but the tall man has that thing that killed yes uh huh. You 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 transformed into the woman. Yes. Uh-huh. I see. And uh, he's thinking to himself, I shouldn't have put the fucking I told you not to put the thing on. Right. Grandpa, why are you how, did you wait so long and then date this man and talk to this man, have drinks with this man, and now you ha- you're making love to this man in the cemetery? Why did you go through all that? Because that means that then you just really want to have sex. You want that man to have sex with you. It's also rape on some form, right? <laughs> Like, you can't fool someone into having... Do you think that this sentence was said at Angus Scrum's house on Thanksgiving two days ago? Grandpa, did you rape this man? <laughs> did you gay rape this guy? <laughs> did you gay rape this man? <laughs> Eat your pie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that Scrum household. <laughs> All right, so, so this is where we ended up on Elvis. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's why I think that everybody loves Elvis. Right. Wait, what, what was it about... <laughs> You want to try making a phone call? We'll, we'll put this puppy yeah. in bed. You want to pick an area code? Okay. All right. Well, we're not having a lot of luck with this, are we? Uh, you want to try Alaska? Can I dial Alaska for my... Sure. Is it, it's the United States. the United States? Yeah. Area code. Let's, let's fucking give it a shot. I think we go to England next week. Okay. 907. 907. Uh, here we go. Every week at the end of the podcast, we try and call someone at random... 
and see if they will speak to us and learn a little about their life. Uh, so far on the first podcast, we got through, left a message, we never Lots heard back. That's right. Every single other podcast has been completely unsuccessful. <laughs> we thought we would have a new strange guest on every week, and we cannot get through. It is harder than you think. To it's almost impossible. A random phone call That's on right. land someone. So here we go. We're going to put this on speaker. We're going to try and call someone. If they pick up, we got some bonus pod coming your way. Uh, it's one, what is it? Uh, 907. We're calling Alaska right now, folks. All right, I'm dialing a random number. Speaker. The number you've called is no longer in service. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening to this episode of What's Say You Podcast. Uh, next episode, big episode for us, episode 10. Yes. Um, and uh, we hope to, we hope to uh, see you there. Thank you very much. That Rome wasn't built in a day Then how come everyone is rushing to get ahead And if I seem to be reserved, that's just my way Your questions seem like you're interrogating me Yeah, I try Then again, I don't try I get an F for effort I get a D next time the lemon metaphor four million times and i don't stand for lemonade don't ask me why and would a beverage stand be a job that be desired and where would i get the wood and should i try should i try then again i don't try again f for effort i get a 65 yeah, I try, yeah, 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 then again I don't try Again, F for effort I might as well just Uh-huh, uh-huh currency don't grow like leaves on trees then how come my money comes and goes so seasonally and i wish farmers planted plants instead of thieves my friend pays a ton of green for greener groceries yeah she tries then again she don't try she gets an f for effort she'll plant a tree next time yeah she tries then again, I don't try. Again, F for effort. I'll get a D next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try. Uh-huh, uh-huh.